Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to their sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. That is a terrible accent. A terrible. I don't like that I voice. Hate every. It's too loud. And I'm it's, trying. It sounds like there stuff. is a yeah. cheese grater yeah. in your throat. It sounds like you got one of those. I used to be a smoker from those commercials. <laughs> no, but that's all. That's all monotone. Right, be like, to be Welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. No, no, don't do an example of yeah, it. Don't you're do like, an example you're of like it. You're like Dennis Leary ripping off. You're Joel Anderson ripping off Dennis Leary ripping yeah, off Bill, Bill Hicks. Hicks. Uh, guys, I'm trying to I'm trying to promote myself as a voice actor. So well, I'm this is a sports podcast, so that makes sense. Yeah, there's just I mean I feel like sports comedy podcast. Couple guys, <laughs> comedians, Los Angeles know a lot about sports. I'm Phil. I'm the outsider. I don't know much about sports. Yeah. Uh, we established that in the intro. I guess no one understood because I was using my weird voice. Yes, that's <laughs> why I decided to retell that story. No, it was really good. When you yeah, you know yeah. you don't get it the first time, you got to hit the nail on the head. That's my right. elevator pitch. That's what I do when I go into big offices. I go into feel uh, a fila, and yeah. I'm like, hey, sponsor our podcast. Fila? Yeah. You went on to fila? No, the I, sports if I did. Manufa- if, I to, oh. if I went to fila. I'd be like, look, this is what we are. We're a sports podcast. Two guys, comedians, know a lot about sports. Me, sports outsider, don't know much about sports. They go, have some soccer shorts. It's like when you're hammering in a nail and you don't hit the nail in the head and the nail sort of bends a little bit. You're like, ah, crap. And then you just keep hammering the nail. And even though it's not like a clean in, No, it bends that's over, what you do, Joel. Yeah, yeah, this describes Joel's form of comedy. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Alert, brought to you by... Menthos, feel the rush in your mouth. I hate Joel's voice. <laughs> that's weird, hey, that, they possibly... weird that the drop said that. Yep, it is. Yeah. They knew. We got a new drop guy. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I, 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 voice. I hate Except it. he did an alert when he was, so he's fired immediately. He can never come back. You guys can make me fire another drop guy. No, he's already fired. Hey, go away. Oh, he left. He's gone forever. Tim Tebow Dan turns down. A, okay, fine. No, I'm fine. It's all right. Hey, Joel, we're killing that bit. <laughs> Tim Tebow turns down $1 million to play two games for Moscow Black Storm. He's insane. What? Subheadline, no news story necessary, as headline sums it up nicely. Right, yeah. We he know a million. He's not going to get a million bucks from anybody he was, else. He was offered a uh, Mikhail Zaltzman, who owns the Moscow Black Storm, told our sport that the 26-year-old has turned down a $1 million offer to play two games for his team. Hey, this guy was going to let him play QB. What Whoa. gives? <laughs> no what one gives? in America would let him do that. No, this guy was going to let him play QB. He gets to see the sights. He could say, see that yeah. one multicolored cathedral. Also, pretty much anybody you ever played in the NFL has got to be a big get for the Russian Football League. Yeah, the Moscow Black Storm you're talking about. <laughs> right, exactly. Anyway, this is what Mikhail Zaltzman said. Well, unfortunately, agents of Tim Tebow turned down our proposal. I hope that it's Tebow's agent's fault that the contract wasn't signed and Tim couldn't do anything about it. Zaltzman had previously said that Tebow showed serious interest in the offer and he seemed hurt that he was turned down. It was his decision. It's very upsetting. And in this case, we don't want him on our team anyway. 
We are looking for people who pursue their dreams, not the ones who talk about it. I didn't get a word of that. <laughs> I didn't get a word of that. If it was his decision, it's very upsetting. And in this case, we don't want him in our team anyway. We are looking for people who pursue their dreams, not ones who talk about Thank it. Thank you for saying it not like a drunk Greek person. <laughs> <laughs> Just hammering Zoltz that nail in. Zaltzman basically was saying, you know, uh, walk the walk, talk the talk, Tipo. Yeah. Yeah. So Chance to play quarterback. What's what's a more real offer? The LA Kiss Arena Football Team League or the Moscow Blackstone? Take Stone? Moscow. We're all part of a world community. One million damn dollars for two yeah. games? God, I would, I would do anything for a million dollars. Anything. As a per-game check, that's pretty good. Like, uh, hey, Phil, can you do the math on that one? 500 grand a uh, game. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Yeah, Peyton Manning makes about like 20 mil a season for 16 games. Say you throw the playoffs in if you're generous. That's about a million a game. No, independent of what Manning. other people make. That's $500,000 for like three hours of work. Yep. It's All crazy. Right. You probably got to go to practice. Nah, screw practice. <laughs> practice is for you know what's. I remember that from an earlier podcast. Practice for you what? Yeah, there was some somebody said practices for All right. said something offensive. Chumps. But when people pile on, people really pile on. And if you updated your Yahoo sports app, <laughs> you may have noticed the jab. Oh, is that at, the one with the exclamation point? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah. it's a search yeah. engine. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're also uh, they I like I like that that's how he says Yahoo. Yeah, I've always. Well, you know, uh, do you guys ever watch E? <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, anyway, if you uh, updated your Yahoo sports app, you may notice the jab at Tebow. The update information reads, new breaking news alerts, push notifications about the most important stories in sports. So probably nothing about Tebow. Oh. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what a software update said. It's true, though. It's absolutely. Like, he's not really, he's not even a, a professional athlete right now. He's reaching Anna Kornikova levels of uh, yeah. sexiness. Sexiness. Well, no, Sexiness? and not even that. He is a good-looking guy. He's a like good at least with Anna Kornikova, you'd be like everyone was like she can't play tennis. And you're like yes, but the source of her celebrity is abundantly clear. Well, she did bra ads. It was kind of yeah. obvious. Yeah. Though I guess in Tebow's case, he did have a lot of accomplishments as a football player. He did he won two national titles. Let's not forget that. But Tim Tebow update, watch update, alert. Uh, Tim Tebow update, watch update, alert. Brought to you by... Brought to... Ah, uh, damn it. Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. What, what are we on the show today? Me? I don't know. Well, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, no, I do know one. We've got Chris Humphreys is Chris back. Humphreys Chris Humphreys back in the house. Yeah, He's Chris. previewing the 2013 TV fall lineup, the new shows. I don't yeah. need to say anything more. You guys got Friend it. Of the podcast. And uh, we have booked, let's see, there was recently a uh, a brawl on the team bus of the Baltimore Ravens. Police reports. Uh, I don't that know that it was, was a team bus. I believe it was a party bus. Yeah, I it was a party oh, sorry, bus. Sorry. It was somebody's birthday. Yeah, party bus, someone's birthday. It was a brawl. Rain. There stripper on board. Uh, Did they have a little sign the in the back window that said stripper on board? Yeah. So we have that stripper here. What was her name again, Phil? Her name is Glory. Glory. She just goes by one one word. That, that's Glory. it. Glory. Yep. That's actually a pretty good stripper name. Yeah. Yeah. Does she does she take her clothes off? I almost too? made a Joel joke, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say thing. until she gets old. Uh, All right. <laughs> and then we're also gonna do a weird sport, Phil. You're goddamn right. We're gonna. And news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Yep. 
Oakland Raiders reveal new youth mascot. In correlation causation news, death of Al Davis does not equal death of bad ideas in Oakland. <laughs> Don't get it. Uh, uh, yeah, he was the former owner in, yeah. uh, for the Oakland Raiders. You got an opinion and on that? And he did a yeah, lot of no, no opinion. really stupid stuff. His name is the Raider Rusher, a costumed youth ambassador who is straight out of an animated cartoon series called NFL Rush Zone. Really? There really is an animated There's cartoon? There's an animated cartoon series. It's co-produced by Nickelodeon and the NFL. Cool. And it's a kid's show designed to show the lighter side of chronic head trauma. <laughs> <laughs> With plot lines like... A mean teacher changes the rules of dodgeball, and none of the characters have fun playing the watered-down game. <laughs> Mood Swing Maxwell uses his extreme emotions to win first place in a drama competition. Ooh. And Forgetful Grandpa gives his grandchildren Christmas money ten times in one day. That episode <laughs> almost ends in tragedy. Where are my car keys? Oh, right. I'm driving. Over a cliff. But because it's a cartoon, Forgetful Grandpa doesn't remember to look down so the car doesn't plummet but guides safely down for a landing in a cotton patch. That's funny. I thought Nickelodeon already had a cartoon about head trauma called SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) Because the sponge is how the brain of an NFL player looks. Right, exactly. It's just mushy. You can squeeze it with your hands. It's like a baby scalp. Yeah. (laughs) Squeeze, We're squeeze, all squeeze, familiar squeeze. with baby scalp, right? Yeah. You, guys right. Have, you guys have clearly never squished a baby scalp. Ah, not as often as I'd like. Yep. <laughs> While each team has its own character in the series, the Raiders are the first team in the NFL to bring one of the show's characters to life. He is basically a ginormous head. Oh my god, it's frightening! Oh my god, that is the thing how is that a youth ambassador? <laughs> That's a He's terrifying. In a cartoon. Wait, who's? Who's the Lions character in the series? Ah, we don't have. I don't have a. Come on, Joel. Okay, fine. It's probably next, like next Lenny week, the I'm Lion. It's probably up. a gigantic human head. <laughs> <laughs> the Raider Rusher will be formally introduced to about a hundred local elementary school students on Tuesday afternoon at the Raiders facility in Alameda, California. That is, if the students don't run away screaming. Yeah, I, I would. think we. I think we have audio of that. <laughs> yes, and. the raiders who have never had a mascot quite like this are hoping to use the raider rusher to get more kid kid friendly if you've ever watched a raider game and seen what raider fans look like it is very nc-17 it's a (laughs) post-apocalyptic white trash sex show with spiky shoulder pads yeah it's mad max uh if that was also at a uh meeting of the juggalos yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. That's surprisingly, yeah. with an yeah. S and M angle. That's right. the better. That's the better bit. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we should have pitched on that earlier. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> He's the latest addition to the Silver and Blacks community relations roster, said team spokesman Mike Taylor, who probably should have added him to the team's actual roster because couldn't hurt. <laughs> They're bad, I guess. They are quite bad. Uh, I ca- find it funny that that giant human head walking around with arms and legs coming out of it is not going to be the uh, or yeah. The children's mascot is now going to be the most disturbing thing at Oakland Coliseum on Sundays. Yeah, it's you- about time. <laughs> uh, the character will appear in Raiderville, the Raiders' interactive tailgate section at all home games, and be found in. Tail- si- How is a tailgate not because you're like drinking beers and you're eating that's hot dogs? And that's that's interactive. all interactive stuff. Uh, he'll also be found inside the three kids zones, or as they're colloquially referred to, drop off and drink daycare. <laughs> located inside the O.co Coliseum. I've, I, uh, can only, I go ahead and say I'm uncomfortable with us talking about how he's going to be found inside the three kids zones? 
that's just not a good way to put it. Last time I was in a kid's zone, I was blindfolded in the back of a van. Northern California <laughs> Youth Football League institutes penalties for teams that win by more than 35 points. What? Subheadline, Northern California reinforces popular preconceived notions about Northern California. <laughs> Uh, the Northern California Federation Youth Football League, or the NCFYFL, the news story. Catchy. The news story used the acronym "layoff." <laughs> is a league of uh, seven to thirteen-year-olds, and they have instituted serious penalties for blowouts. So, if you win by more than thirty-five points, the team will be fined two hundred dollars, and the coaches will be suspended from all league activities for two weeks. Stop! Stop Holy talking crap. for a second. So, you're you're supposed to just stop playing after thirty-five points? You well, no, well before that, you can't you can't risk a defensive touchdown. In so there. no, but what's expected? Are they supposed to quit when they get ahead by twenty eight and just be like, ah, oh, it's we won? Or are you supposed to just dog it for the rest of it? I think the hopes is maybe that they'll put in second stringers who won't do as well. That's that's not but the what spirit if, of competition. This is America. Better. Let me paint a picture here. I am so glad you guys are more outraged your, than even I was. Your team is up thirty four points. You're a coach. You're sitting here, and then all of a sudden there's a fumble. And little Jimmy, the almost retarded kid on your team, scoops it up and starts running downfield with no one between him and the end zone. Are you saying, no, Jimmy, we don't have $200 to spend on your touchdown? No, you got to shoot him with a, a bullet that <laughs> yeah. costs less than $200. Right, exactly. And that's a win. Are you, are you throwing the Gatorade container at your players? Oh, like, like no, Donkey Kong? Score. Like the, the barrels thrown over? Because yeah. they're also kids. How do you tell him not to score? And I thought we lived in America, but apparently I'm mistaken. Was it yeah. Timmy or Jimmy did we go with for this kid's T name? Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy. <laughs> and Jimmy, the only thing Jimmy ever remembered out of practice was scoop and score, scoop, scoop and score, score. <laughs> scoop and score. Uh, the best part of this is every new rule or rule change happens for a reason. So what did the NCFYFL do before? <laughs> For teams run, who ran up the score. Uh, enjoy the game. Watch and eat a thing of popcorn. It's actually, Except the fact that some teams suck. It's actually even better. They issued teams with a, a warning uh, and required a written description that detailed what the victorious team had done to try they to keep the score low. <laughs> so if you, previous, before this, if you beat a team that bad, you basically had to write a paper and explain yeah. what you had done to try to beat a team not that bad. Honestly, pretty sensible. Like you, you beat a pretty team by forty-five. Sensible? You beat a team by like forty-five points. You'd be like, listen, we we put in the second stringers and then we put in the third stringers and we kept scoring points. And that's uh, you can't you can't expect me to tell them to go out there and not try their hardest because uh, that would run be on sentence check minus. <laughs> Uh, similar Cute. penalties are occasionally installed by other youth leagues, but they usually don't kick in until disparity in the score is almost twice as much as 35 points. So most yeah. most leagues have this penalty, but it's something like 70. Yeah. Um, obviously, teams are upset. The article notes that some players are afraid to score after they got a lead because they don't want their coaches to get suspended. Oh, man, if Coach is going to have everyone running bleachers after the game if he gets suspended. <laughs> 35 seems too small also. Like yeah. If you're, I kind of if you're ahead by 35 the first, at the first half – People could totally, in Tecmo Super Bowl world at least, people could totally come back from that. I was yeah. about to say, from Phil's perspective, which is Tecmo Super Bowl, yeah. 35 is not a huge YouTube.com slash comedy podnet. Right. All Real right. perspective, 35, pretty big. But still, yes. not really The NCFYFL Deputy Commissioner <laughs> Robert Rochin 
uh, claims the rule is proactive attempt to keep the kids more interested in the sport while teaching others how to be good sports. We lose a lot of football players because teams lose so badly. He said if they're constantly getting beat, who wants to play anymore? We lose kids all season long because of that. We uh, perform you know, sports. Shut up, Joel. We are doing sports in a free market sport thing, right? <laughs> like the sports <laughs> leagues are the free market. And sometimes, you know what? You're not as good and you're going to lose. And either you're going to be strong and try to come back or you're going to not make it in this world and you deserve to be a loser forever. And honestly, a lesson that children kind of need to learn at some point. Yes. Like, I learned that lesson when I was pretty young. And look at him now. <laughs> He's learning well that lesson aware every day of, of what his a loser life. I really am. Detroit Lion receiver breaks arm in car crash involving foul pizza. Oh, Gross. God. I don't want to Chicken talk about this. Chicken pizza. <laughs> in the most Detroit Lions news of the young NFL season, <laughs> Nate Burleson was in a one-car accident because his passenger seat got a case of the drop seats. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait for it. It's a football joke. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, Nate Burleson's accident occurred because a pizza fell off his front seat at around 2.25 a.m., which led to the receiver breaking his arm in two places. Here's a part of the report. Burleson was driving a 2009 GMC Yukon SUV. I got to imagine highest trim. Sure. When he was distracted <laughs> by pizza falling off his front seat, according to Michigan State Police Officer Lieutenant Michael Shaw. He lost control of the, scar <laughs> the car and struck the center median wall. What? Burleson, who was wearing a safety belt, safety first, kids, few. was transported. You said ooh for a safety I said few. Oh, okay. He was transported by EMTs to a local hospital. The Lions confirmed there was no alcohol involved, and that's too bad because that goes really good with beer. Sure does. <laughs> pizza. pizza. There it is. Alcohol does go well with beer, though, too. Yeah. Uh, but in reality, if that's the case, he's probably just super high. Oh, yeah. oh, God, yes. Getting a pizza at 225. Oh, living in Michigan? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, this is a time where you don't ask yourself, like, this is the time to maybe get DiGiorno. Yeah. Right, because it's not. Or delivery. alternatively, yeah. delivery. So you're not driving. Exactly. If there was a really? pizza delivery place or that delivered pizza, uh, I mean, I know that would be sort of a rarity. Well, right? I'll say this: at two thirty in the morning, in not a college town, it might be difficult to yeah, find a place that tricky. delivered pizza. You know what? That's where you just go to bed. All right, Phil's gone to the Mexican place to get us some burritos, and now we want to welcome to the show, Glory. Hey, how welcome you doing? Glory. How you hey, doing? Trying to make you feel at home. I'm yeah, gonna get this it feels out of the just way. like when I'm at the strip club. Gotta get this out of the way right now. Yeah. Your name is Glory. My name's Glory. When you dance, do you dance to the, the song John Brown's Body? I don't know what that is. The chorus is Glory, Glory, Hallelujah. I don't think that's a real yeah. song. That ain't nothing I heard before. Okay, It's I'm not, not Glory. You're yeah. correct. Thank you. So it's there was, a real song. So there was a huge brawl on a Baltimore Ravens party bus. Oh, yeah. And the article kind of just threw in there to mention that there was a stripper on it the bus. It threw me under the party bus. Oh! That's what it did. I'm trying to be a stand-up comedian as well. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes after the club closes, I just go up there and I just talk. Okay. Like stand-up comedians do. Uh, like that Louis C.K., he just goes up there, he just talks, and people go, he doesn't even have to take his clothes off. This is still Honestly, yeah, the one group of people with lower self-esteem uh, – than strippers. What you trying to say? Maybe stand-up comedians. I find that offensive. I find it offensive too. Joel, behave. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I was on the party bus, and there was a huge fight that broke out. I got a couple of hits to the eye, but they didn't really mean it. Oh, my it. God. They hit Whoa. you? Yeah, a couple a couple oh, rogue fists came up. Oh, that it was not, not intentional. Not right? intentional. They were fighting not. each other. She got punched. They had alcohol. Totally I tell you, these were the nicest football players I ever met. Wait, Wait, what? what? They yeah, they were so well behaved. They only had one brawl all night long. There was only yeah, one, one major brawl that involved no, the police. She's brawl. It got written up in yeah, the Yeah, there was only a couple people that went to the hospital. It wasn't even that bad. Wait, what? Well, wait, well, why do you think they're so well behaved? What is your prior experience? Have you ever gone partying with football players? No, I have not. No, football I, not players. Not even in high school. They, you would know what I'm talking about. The Baltimore, they were gentlemen. If I've, there was one time, all right, where me and three of my girls, they were hired to go do a Super Bowl party. Okay. What were their names? Three, my three girls. <laughs> yeah, yes. all of they them. were named Hallelujah. Okay. Yep. And then the other one was named uh, Big Win. And Big then the win. other one was named Cinnamon Brownie. Cinnamon uh, Brownie, Big Win, and Hallelujah. Yep. Cinnamon Brownie, Big Win, and Hallelujah. We uh, all got hired to do this Super Bowl party. I am the only one that came out alive. What? <laughs> yeah. Two people. Football locked? players included. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. They all did. <laughs> Which you remember there was there was one season when the Detroit Lions, um, they they went zero and sixteen, and then they I, came back and started I do winning. That. That's because all of them are dead. <laughs> Everybody who was on that team for that season's dead now. I I remember watching that. season. No, nope, they're all dead because okay. they were at the Super Bowl party watching other people in the Super Bowl, and they were like, "We're gonna kill each other." They all just killed each other, and my stripper friends. I got up, I was covered in blood. And I got up and I went, where's my bra top? I got to get out of here. You didn't just, I mean, I would have left the bra top. That sounds terrible. A oh, that murder? would be embarrassing. That'd be really embarrassing. I'm not girl. getting out of there without my bra she, top. I mean, in fairness, she's a stripper. I got so. stand. I do it for money. Do you go writing blogs outside <laughs> in public? No, you don't. You'd be embarrassed. I've never gotten paid for writing a blog. So he'd be, he'd be in Paris to blog, I think, inside. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> do you get coffee for people without getting money? No, absolutely I would not, not recommend. See, he doesn't do his job either without getting right? money for okay. it. That's damn right. I don't give it away for free. It's uh, a dangerous game to be stripping for NFL it players. It sounds so like it's an incredibly so nice dangerous to be people with game. Well, I'm glad you met the the Baltimore Ravens, who apparently were much nicer than they the Super Bowl so party. They were so nice. After died. I got punched in the face, one of them said, "Are you all right?" And I said, "Yeah." And then he went and punched someone else in the face instead of punching me again. Oh, that's nice of him. It was very nice. I got. I feel pretty terrible though. That's really the the. Oh, I mean, is that the standard Joel. for kindness? That's oh, been I set, got a she story. She doesn't accidentally get hit in the face. Do you want to hear another story about oh. another person from the NFL? Yeah, I'm a little disturbed. All right, I was at Joe Montana's seventieth birthday party. Joe Montana, classically a a, a very all, stand up. Yes, guy. all Hall of Famers. Every mm -hmm. single person there was in the Football Hall of Fame. They left their wives at home because there were strippers there. Okay, right. as as one I word. follow this. At one point, they said, "Let's have a toast," and everyone started saying, "Toast, toast, toast!" Right, and then Joe Montana stood up to give a toast. Immediately, one of his friends, I think his name was Emmett, Emmett stood up, and he said, "No, I'm going to make a toast first. Joe Montana stabbed him to death with his glass. He did not break it first. He just threw it with such velocity into his chest that it stabbed him to death. And I went, that's excessive. Don't do that at your party. How were they tipping at that one? How were they tipping? Yeah. They don't tip me. They, they tell me to get out of there before I hurt myself. Oh, jeez. 
First they release lions, and then I gotta run away. Oh my god, this is awful! Football players are violent. This Those really, this like... really pulls back the curtain on some of my favorite Hall of Famers, and Absolutely. I must say I'm really disappointed. Which Hall of Famer was Emmett again? I don't know. His name was Emmett. I don't follow. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a name on the back of his jersey. All right. Well, Glory, thanks for coming in. Thanks. Oh, for... can I tell one more quick story? Yeah, Absolutely. I, I am guess. actually dead right now because I went on a date with a football player right before this. He literally killed me to death. It was when I answered my door, too. What happened when you answered your door? Where'd she go? Oh, my God. She was a ghost. Joining us again, one of our absolute favorite guests. I would say uh, my favorite guest. Yeah. Uh, longtime friend of the podcast. The one, the only... Chris Humphrey. To be honest, you guys are flattering me. You didn't even say okay or all right before my intro. It's I appreciate we, we that. We almost never say okay or all right. So That's true. I don't know where I got that from. I think you're 10 times better than okay and 100 times better than all right. You guys are flattering me. I'm not used to this. Usually yeah. people are like, Chris Humphrey, you're a stupid idiot. No. Who yeah, says dude. that? Everybody. No. Everybody except for the two of you. No, yeah. I don't believe that for well, one that's second. Believable. I'm excited to be here today. You know why? Why is that? Because Chris? it's an exciting time to be here. It is an exciting time. It's a it's a new season. Absolutely. It is. It's a new fall season of television, and as yeah. per usual, I oh. got the poop on the fall television lineup. I really wish you'd change that. I really don't know. No, like I've got there's so much poop inside yeah. of this toilet bowl of television. New I episodes, can't wait to share it with uh, you. new episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, that, that is my ex-wife. don't know we're, we're, why I said that. We're focusing on new shows, not I'm shows so that are coming yeah, back. Yeah, that show has already been on. Now Ryan Seacrest is also doing Totally Divas, which is way better because I'm not married and divorced to any of them. <laughs> okay. Have you guys seen some of these trailers? They're hilarious. I've seen some promos and billboards. Oh, oh yeah, town. Jordan Pomerville. Which ones have you seen? Well, I mean, the Goldberg. The Goldberg. That's pretty inexpensive. That's a funny show. Wait a second. Have you only watched tra like trailers for? Actually, that makes sense because trailers are like they're like little commercials yeah. and they're funny. Okay. But I can get everything that I need to know out of a trailer. Like the Goldbergs is about a bunch of people in the '80s who are also Jewish. <laughs> and there's one guy who's fat who doesn't play any sports. Okay, right. Yeah. Are you excited for that one? You know what? I'm going to put it on my new meter that I am putting out my new ratings meter. I give this one three poops. <laughs> oh, oh, Chris. All right. This one's oh, three poops. Chris. You want to know out of how many? Three. <laughs> All right. Now, okay, moving on. Now, the Goldbergs is, is because I got the poop. Why? I, uh, we know. Why three poops? Because it was hilarious. There was a fat guy who doesn't even exercise. No, no, no. I mean, why uh, is three poops the most poops that you can whoa, get? Whoa, whoa. Why oh. do you assume that? Because he we said don't... it's out of three. Oh. I, it is out of three. Oh. What have you been drinking? Alcohol? <laughs> no. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> There's another show called Mom. I was going to say, the Goldbergs are a family. There's a lot of shows about families, it seems. You know why? Why? Because whether you're an orphan or not, everybody's got a family. All right, that's, so you watched Mom? There's a, no, I watched the trailer for Mom. Right, right. And then I also, back-to-back, -back watched the trailer for Dads. What? Yeah, there's two shows coming out that are about parental units. <laughs> as they say in the Coneheads, that movie was hilarious. Was to be weird. honest, I think all the Saturday Night Live movies are perfect. Well, even there's a lot Superstar of, and... And it's Pat the Movie. 
Cups. Yeah. Is she a boy or a girl? I must be a girl because I said she. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> mom and dad, I was thinking the whole time I watched those two trailers back to back. To be honest, they should just get together. They could be Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the thing. Modern Family is a successful show. Are you, are show. you a, a polygamous, polygamous marriage between the two dads and the I mom? don't understand. <sighs> is that like the people in Australia? I think it, some people in Australia yes. are polygamous. I saw Brooklyn Nine-Nine's trailer. All right, well, that's okay. a workplace comedy. Yeah. Tell us about that. It's got Lazy Sunday and then a bunch of other people in it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's Adam, Adam Sand? Sand yeah, Andy Sandberg. Not yeah, Lazy it's Sunday got Lazy Sunday name. in it. And he's a police officer, and he's like, freeze, and they're like, no, you're a comedian, and they go, I know. (laughs) It looks perfect. I give it three poops out of three. That's actually a pretty good log line. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I used to be on Saturday Night Live, now I got a gun. Like, that's edgy. That's very edgy. It's an edgy show. You know what else I saw the ad for? What did you say? The crazy ones. The crazy ones. That looks crazy. Well, Robin Williams is in that one, It's got the genie from Aladdin. (laughs) <laughs> and it's got uh, other people who I don't know. Genie from Aladdin, though, he's like, I got light bulbs for eyes. Now I got light bulbs for ears. This is crazy. <laughs> I think that's just the billboard. Yeah, I think I feel like that's maybe just the now billboard. Now I got light bulbs on my forehead. What, o- what other wacky things can I do with these light bulbs? <laughs> well, before we go to, like, dramas, can I ask you about one of the uh, most hype ones? Because it, re- it contains returning television and movie star Michael J. Fox. Oh, Michael J. Oh, Fox. Right. He has the Michael J. Fox show. It's coming I back. I saw that one. I saw the previews for that one. Yeah? I have to admit, I think that that lead actor is not ready for his own show. He, he looked all nervous and shaky show. the entire time. Oh, Chris. No, he was uh, so nervous to be on camera. No, Chris. Chris, Mike, Michael J. Fox. I did Fox. not think that's funny. I only give that two no, and a half yes, poops. No, okay, that's... Wait, you... I mean, you don't think it's funny, but I you're giving I it two and a half poops? I didn't even laugh at all. I felt bad for the guy. What on earth does poops? one have to do to get one poop? Uh, to be honest, nobody gets one poop because I love television. <laughs> Wait. And I got the, the phrase, poop on. I don't give two shits about something. Hey, watch your language. There could have been a lady present. Okay, you I haven't gotcha. checked the closet. Listen, speaking of watching your language, Michael J. Fox, a very public sufferer of Parkinson's disease. Any any shaking that Looks you like saw. Looks like he's got the, the heebie-jeebies disease. That's not. No. That, that he's, he's, Parkin- sh- he's shaky. I, boy. Even if faith is shaky, he's got public speaking nerves. No. That's nothing. No, that's, not the that's case at I all, mean Chris. he has Parkinson's. And to he's, be he's honest, there's a bunch of great dramas coming out too. What? Oh, okay. I don't even laugh at dramas. I enjoy them for the suspense. <laughs> well tell me what, what are some yeah, of the dramas? So what are the most suspenseful shows? Yeah. Is that what you're looking for? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh well there's one coming out called The Blacklist. Oh, James Spader's in that. Oh, James Spader? Oh, James Spader looks crazy in this show though. Yeah. To be honest, he looks like he's a bad guy, but he's also the lead, which makes me go, who am I supposed to support? <laughs> That's a very, yeah. it's a, puts you, the viewer, in a very yeah. confusing, conflicting position. He's a bad guy, but he's helping good guys catch other bad guys. It's like a reverse Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad's suspenseful. <laughs> I give it three and a half poops. <laughs> I thought you said three was the most poops that one could have. It is. That's how good it is. Oh. Oh. Do you think Skylar White's crazy? I think she's not. Other shows that are coming out, there's hostages. Yeah? Yeah. What is, what is hostages To be honest, about? it kind of reminded me of my failed marriage. Why is that? that you were a hostage? There's always producers going, smile for the camera, smile for the camera, smile for the camera. And I go, I just want to be married to this beautiful lady who I'm going to love forever. I'm but sorry that didn't. didn't work out. Chris. It made me sad. The marriage get, is, gets one half poops. The show gets three poops. <laughs> 
That looks like a good show. Wow, wait. You gave your marriage one half of a poop? Yeah, it was not that's a good a, marriage. It did not last astonishing low number of poops. Very low number. My racist comment a moment ago only got one Was poop. that a racist comment? <laughs> Go was. fuck yourself. Yeah, fair that enough. That makes me very angry. Fair enough. All right, there's... No, but there's a couple of uh, real spooky shows coming out. Really? Like One's what? called Dracula. What? One's called Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. In Dracula and Sleepy Hollow, there's big crazy monsters. Those big crazy monsters are like, Ooh, I'm this Halloween. I'd have to say the odd thing to say. I mean, oh, I feel com- like you should see the commercials for it. They're not even funny. I never <laughs> no. even laughed once. I'll say this, though. I like Dracula more than I like Sleepy Hollow. Have you ever seen Dracula dead and loving it? Uh, no. It's hilarious. There's Mel Dracula. Brooks. Yeah. And oh, Liam Neeson right. is like, I'm crazy. It's funny. No, but I thought the Dracula trailer was head and shoulders above the uh, Sleepy Hollow trailer. I thought head and shoulders was a shampoo. <laughs> now is. I'm just confused. But I have to talk about my favorite drama of the What's year. What's your favorite drama of the year? All right. This one gets seven and a half poops out of three. Oh, my God. This, why? Because it's, it's as good as three shows. So it gets seven and a half. Makes sense. That's an okay rating. It's for called three Marvel's shows. Agents of Shield. Ooh. Oh, to be honest, this is just like watching The Avengers, only it's a television show. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. The Avengers was a very popular yeah. big summer blockbuster. Yeah. So they were in the world of superheroes, right? But none of these people have superpowers. What the hell are they doing then? They're just they're agents of Shield. That's not. That doesn't, that doesn't sound very. Exciting. Oh, it's exciting because you can imagine what those other superheroes must be doing in this world. Like, they must be having so much fun right off camera. I just get lost in a fantasy land of my own creation. <laughs> so you're it's, saying, isn't that like a normal day for you, Chris? Seven and a half stars. Stars? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Chris Humphreys, and I got the poop on the fall television premiere. We really should change that name. Check thank, your local listings. Thank you very much, Chris. Pleasure as always to have you on the show. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Weird Sports. What do you got? Everyone does love Weird Sports. This week's Weird Sport, Chariot Racing! (laughs) I don't know if that's weird. I mean, that was very That sounds like a biblical event! (laughs) Nope, it was a sport. And it's way weird. Have you gone chariot racing or watched chariot racing on television? I've not gotten down to the hip. Oh, it must be pretty strange then. <laughs> I've only seen it in movies. Yeah, are they yeah. doing it now? Uh, let's get to that. Uh, chariot racing was one of the most popular ancient Greek, Roman, and Byzantine sports. The Byzantine Empire, very big, very dead. It was like often the NASCAR overlooked. Of Rome. Often overlooked. We always yeah. talk about Greco-Roman. We're never saying Greco-Roman Byzantine. Right. Right. Yeah, but because well, Byzantine was like a sub-empire of the Roman Empire. They would not like that. Mm-hmm. No, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's like We're saying that uh, Joel is a sub-host and Phil and Jordan are the hosts of the Sports 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 Podcast. 
You'd be what, pretty offended. That's kind of what we do, though, isn't not it? Not that. Well, I'd like to think the sports outsider is the the one of these things are not like the other. That's true, but that's why I'm the sub host. What's chariot racing was often dangerous to both driver and horse. Yep, saw Ben Hur, as they frequently suffered serious injury and even death. Yep, because he saw Ben Hur. <laughs> uh, but generated strong spectator enthusiasm. Well, yeah. As if it would. the threat of death, the stakes are never higher. Yeah, most yeah. sports that involve the threat of death do generate major spectator enthusiasm, especially in the Greco-Roman Byzantine empires. <laughs> right. Joel thinks he knows everything about the sport. Well, did you know this, Joel? It was one of the Olympic events. Really? Yeah. Wait. Oh, in ancient Greece. In the ancient, not Olympic one of the games. modern Olympic events. No, it was in the ancient, the real Olympics. Yeah. When they liked the Olympics before, it was cool. In the ancient Olympic Games, as well as the other Pan-Hellenic Games. The this, Hipster Olympics is what we're saying. Yeah, the Hip Olympics. The sport was one of the most important equestrian events. Each chariot was pulled by four horses. Just like the apocalypse. It's going to be pulled by four horses. Then they're going to take our souls. Jesus will come I down. I thought it was the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, they, they show up Each on individual they're not horses, pulling in not... the apocalypse. They're... No, they're pulling in Jesus on well, a chariot, you could, If you were making a metaphor, you could be like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Are there are no the metaphors on. in the Bible, Joel. Everything is very literal. <laughs> We've Speaking been of this. literal, in the Roman form of chariot racing, teams represented different groups of financial backers and sometimes competed for the services of... Of a particularly skilled driver. Okay, so it's more like uh, the Tour de France than like American sports. I have no frame of reference. Or like a rigged NASCAR. That one I understand. Oh, NASCAR, same way. That it's, it's like in Tour de France, the teams are named after their sponsors. Yeah, or it's like Team Orb. Orb and... the horse is owned by the rich dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one of those. But in that, it's like an individual owner. It's not so much a company sponsoring. Yeah, these teams became the focus of intense support among spectators. And occasional disturbances broke out between followers of different factions. You know what that means. People getting stabbed, y'all. I'm sure Glory would have fit in well back in the day. I don't understand the reference. The conflicts sometimes become politicized as the sport began to transcend the races themselves and started to affect society overall. Oh, my. How? Yeah. How? How? Because <laughs> different rich backers, people would take sides on the rich backers, and then they're also the ones that controlled government. Oh. So it would be like if Barack Obama and Mitt Romney each had horses in the race. Well, Mitt Romney yeah. does own horses, actually. Yeah. Mitt Romney's oh. horses would do, be doing, like, fruity little foot-stepping, and they yeah. would lose they do like, so much. They do, like, just, like, tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. yeah, and Barack Obama's horse would be doing fruity little horse-steppings, but you wouldn't be allowed to say that because he's a Democrat. <laughs> right? <laughs> My political beliefs just came out. The sport <laughs> faded in the importance of the fall of Rome in the West, surviving only for a time in the Byzantine Empire where the traditional Roman factions continued to play a prominent role for some time, gaining influence in political matters. Note how they phrase that, traditional Roman factions in the Byzantine Empire. Okay. Just saying. What's your point? Yeah, I don't the, understand. The, where the are you Byzantine going with that, Empire Joel? doesn't... I'm right. Are you saying that the Byzantine Empire has uh, people on Wikipedia who are trying to bring it down? <laughs> I don't know that there are, but... Tell me more about this cherry racing. Let's talk about... How exactly early a chariot racing took place? Okay. Right. There were big spikes in the sides of the wheels, right? I mean, yeah. Why? Because you saw them Ben-Hur? Yep. Okay. And uh, Gladiator. It is unknown exactly where chariot racing began. Hippodrums. Oh. 
begin. Joel, you think you you always think you know more than Wikipedia. You can never no. compete with Wikipedia because it's the knowledge of the people. No, it's not that I think I know more. It's that I'm willing to offer up things that are probably wrong with more frequency than other people. It may has, have been as old as chariots themselves. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Chariots were invented the next day they went... Hey, let's we should, race these things. We should, we should have two of them see which one's fastest. Well, no, yeah. we well, got this so we could get buckets of water. They're like, no. Not to race. We have to see who has the biggest penis. We can only know by uh, racing these chariots. My water bucket carrier is way faster than your water bucket now, carrier. Now, you wait a minute. I just got this water bucket carrier, and he's backed by Napa know-how. <laughs> It is known from artistic evidence on pottery that the sport existed in the Mycenaean world. Yep. That's their history. They didn't have books. Can I just say, I think artistic evidence in pottery, maybe as, as far as historical markers go, people paint all sorts of weird shit. What uh, if someday down the line, the 20th century is remembered by Picasso paintings? They're not going to be able to figure much out. I'll say this case in point. I was at the Getty Villa uh, last weekend, and I was looking name at dropper. ancient pottery. <laughs> yeah. And name dropper again. And one of the ancient pots, okay, painted the Greco-Roman Byzantine Empire, was a man throwing up. That's awesome. <laughs> and I it was like, And pot. it was like he had, he had like a wine jug on one side, and he was just throwing up. And, of course, the description was, man throwing up. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to pay a million dollars for that painting. Who would ever paint that? On the side of a pot. Well, if it was like it was like a wine, I think it was like a wine pot or wine jug. Oh, so it, it was it's like, like the equivalent of when Budweiser's like drink Budweiser responsibly. Yeah, <laughs> and that brings it on to another <laughs> weird sport. <laughs> Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast in your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search for sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net. And while you're there, please check out Phil Ranta playing Tecmo Super Bowl as the 1991 Detroit Lions. It's amazingly exciting. You can find us on iTunes by searching sports, the number three, all one word space podcast that sports the number three, all one word space podcast. While you're there, please rate and review. And for all the back episodes, go to comedy podcast network.com. Hey guys, you see out in the lobby? Nope. Chris Humphreys and Glory have been talking, and I think they're really hitting it off. Ooh. They like all the same commercials. Oh. That makes sense because he loves hookers. You just you brought the mood down. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.